Hi, and welcome to Outside the Crystal Ball, Episode 5. I'm Emily Minton. And I'm Reverend Ronald Flores. And on today's show, we're going to discuss another tarot card, talk about the EMF detector in our intuitive toolbox, and review our evidence from the Clay Theater investigation we did in Green Cove Springs, Florida last month. Let's get started. We're going to start by discussing another tarot card in the Major Arcana. And on this week's show, we are going to be discussing the Strength card. Can you see it? Ronnie got these new cards. They're holographic. And I don't know how well. Yeah, oh, you can cool. see them better here. Look how pretty that is. That is very pretty. That's All the colors, by the way, of the chakra are in that hologram. Get out of here. Yeah. That is really pretty cool. Neat. I love it. So in this card, there's a, a lot that's actually going on. Um. Can we see that? Ish. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to look at it anyway. Okay. Um, I have it on my notes too. So the number eight, that's the very first thing that we see when we pull this card. And above her head is the infinity symbol or the Lamnus Gate symbol. However you say, I think it's Lamnus Gate. Um, which means infinity, right? There is no beginning and no end, which says a lot for the strength card because there's no beginning and no end for her strength. It is an infinite. It's a. It's from the divine source or the infinite source. Um, in this card too, let's see. There, she's she's having a great time petting this lion, right? And for most of us, we wouldn't just walk up to a lion and pet it, but she has no fear. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna die one day. I'm gonna pet something <laughs> I shouldn't pet. Yeah, probably. Probably that lion. <laughs> But she has no fear. She has strength on her side. And the funny thing, too, is like the the um, the lion has his tail tucked in between his legs, oh, he's submissive. which it shows submission. So he is bowing down, so to speak, to her strength. He can naturally feel that. Uh, let's see what else. Oh. And then as far as chakras are concerned, these are the lower chakras. We have orange, green, red, yellow, things like that. And there actually is, too, in the mountains, there's a little bit of that indigo color. So that represents the third eye chakra yeah. or intuitive side. So a lot going on in this card. If I was to pull this card for somebody, let's say that we were talking about money. I always use that um, as an example. Let's say we're talking about relationships, money, whatever the case is. No matter what, spirit's giving you the strength that you need to um, get through whatever it is that you're trying to do or whatever you're going through or whatever. So strength card is that. It is strength for, you know, your situation. I love that card. Yeah. And I think the lion's a big symbol, too. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I think of the lion as being the the, mo the strongest right. creature in the in the savannah, so the king of the jungle. Right. Although he doesn't live in the jungle. Well. How about that? <laughs> no, one of my students right. brought that They're... up to me years and years ago. They're like, why? Why do they say that? I was like. That is very true, actually. Because never... they live in like. They live in prayer... Africa. Yeah, in Africa, which is not a jungle. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but uh it's a really good card to have on your side too if like you're working with those chakras and you pull the strength card you know know that spirit's offering you the strength to get through whatever you need to very cool thank you for that um next week or next show we'll pull another card um how many did we say there are in the arcana 
There are 22 in the major arcana, and there are 78 altogether. So 22 minus That's 78, so 56. That's so many. In the minor arcana. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to announce two. Oh, yeah. We would like it if you guys would do us a favor and go like and subscribe to everything that you can for us to help us out. Um, also comment, let us know what you like, what you don't like, anything else you want to throw in there? Yeah. Anything that you guys want to see us talk about or hear about or learn about, let us know. We're on, um, Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. Let us know any way you, you are able to reach out to us, what you want to hear about. We have ideas of what we want to talk about and what we want to share. And those ideas are pretty plentiful, but we would also love to incorporate your, your, um, curiosities like what do you need to know about where are you struggling in your spiritual journey where are maybe you heard you're hitting a snag maybe we have some advice and can throw out to you mm-hmm. oh i'm sure we have advice and if we don't spirit does absolutely so. absolutely um but yeah we would definitely appreciate it if you guys could do that so awesome i'm glad you brought that up because i forgot to say it yeah <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and dive into our intuitive toolbox Um, Today, we are going to talk about the EMF meter, and this is a device that pretty much all paranormal investigators have in their toolbox. Um, We have multiple of them that we use. These really became popular for the paranormal investigating world when the Ghost Hunters show came out, you know, how 20 years ago, 15, however long it was ago. Um, They are the ones who really started using this for investigating paranormal activity. There's a couple of ways that you can use this. Now, unlike the REM pod, if you remember, we talked about the REM pod and how it gives off its own electromagnetic field. This reads the electromagnetic fields around you. So it's not giving off anything. It's reading it. Um, These can be used for lots of different things. So number one, we like to use it for baseline readings because if you go into a room and there's a lot of wires, there's a lot of pipes, there's a lot of copper, there's um, leaks, or, you know, I don't want to say carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide <laughs> leaks, that would be horrible. But, you know, any, right. any sort of, of um, natural anomaly, this is going to pick up a lot of that. So that can tell you, okay, if I go in this room and my REM pod's going off, well, this, this is why. There's, there's wires in here. There's electricity running through the walls. Mm-hmm. There's whatever the case may be. Um, I also like this because you can use it as a communication tool in a lot of cases. So, and and Ronnie with the clay theater, we're going to talk about in a little bit. You really had a lot of communication with spirit through this little device. Yeah. That by the way is my favorite device to use when doing an investigation. Yeah. I like it. Um, Now something that EMFs, the, the electromagnetic frequencies, those can 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 make you nauseous. They can give you headaches. They can make you hallucinate. So it's also important to know and identify those areas of really strong EMF fields because that could be some of the stuff you're experiencing. It may not be paranormal. It may be your body's physical reaction to all of this radiation, all this all these frequencies. Um, so keep that in mind also. But once you've cleared an area and this really doesn't pick up anything, that's when it becomes fun because that's when you can sit down with it and have a conversation and mm-hmm. um, ask questions. And they, you know, you'll give them instructions, light this up. You know, Ronnie has my favorite way of doing this. He'll say, make, you know, touch the, touch the red light. 
if you if the answer is yes or don't touch it if the answer is no. Um, so that's really fun to do. And like I said, we're going to go over his his little session he had a, in one of the rooms in the Clay Theater here in just a little bit. But it was really intense. I mean, you got a lot of information just with this little device. Yeah, you guys definitely need to stick around because we have really good evidence to share today from the Clay Theater. Um, there was lots of energy. We actually caught some on video mm-hmm. and we caught EVPs. So good stuff coming up. Yeah. And just be careful with these, though, too, because, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, like it will light up if you're by electronics. It's going to light up. So you, again, baseline everything. Don't have it by your cell phone. Don't have it by your walkie talkies. Don't have it by anything that's going to trigger it. So it's very sensitive. So you got to be careful with that guy. But, yep, this is a good one to keep in your toolbox. Um, have multiple if you can. They're not. Yep. Ex- they're 20 bucks. As soon as we get to the location and we open up your tote. I grab one because I want to make sure I have one. <laughs> and like I said, they're not expensive. They're, you know, pretty, pretty cheap. Um, so grab a bunch of them. They're really cool to have. Um, but I do want to now get into our investigation at the Clay Theater. Okay. All right. So the Clay Theater is located in Green Cove Springs, Florida, in Clay County, which is in Northeast Florida, um, a little inland from St. Augustine. Green Cove Springs is a very old city around here it was the town seat the county seat for a long time um here in clay county the buildings there you know we're not talking saint augustine old but we're talking you know 1800s um and ronnie and i have both had interactions with the um, historian here in town Mm -hmm. who who runs all the archives here and so a lot of this historical information i've gotten from her a lot of it i've gotten from the owner of the theater um i even got online and did a little bit of research on my own um for some of these things so the clay theater opened in 1919 and it opened as an opera house there were a couple of buildings back then then in 1936 it transformed from an opera house into an actual movie theater in um for the county um, during that time, World War II was, you know, in full effect as World War II started to end. Um, Green Cove Springs, guys, is right on the St. John's River, which connects to the ocean. So a lot of the ships came through here, here um, in our area, just to kind of give you an idea of the enormous military presence. We have three Navy bases and a nuclear submarine base all within about 50 miles or so. We have three Navy bases. Right. Well, we did Cecil Field, NAS, and and Mayport. Right. And then Kings Bay is the nuclear submarine plant. Right. That's in Georgia. Right. But that's in Georgia. Yeah. Just north of us. So there's a lot of military presence here. Um, And so Green Cove was one of those presents back at the end of World War II. So we had an influx of all of these military um, men, sailors that would come through. Um, Some of them decided to stay here and start families. Some of them were just passing through. But there was a a huge number of of people in our area at that time. Um, The theater was a big piece, a a big part of their entertainment when Mm -hmm. they came in, when they they docked, because that what, what, you know, there are not, not tons to do back then. Um, so they saw movies. Um, they even used the theater for a while um, as an occasional Catholic church uh, just to have mass for the sailors because there were so many. Now, in 1948, there was a murder of a 12-year-old boy behind the theater, near the theater. Um, 
His name was Robert Earl Knowles. He was from Folkestone, Georgia, which again is right over the the Florida line from us. And he was visiting a relative here. I want to say it was an aunt and an uncle. And his cousin was uh, worked at the theater. So he was watching a movie um, and a sailor came in, a, a younger, I think he was 21 at the time, came in, kidnapped him um, and, 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 you know, murdered him. Um, he strangled, I mean, I don't know how, he strangled him with his pants is what happened. He's, and that's how they found this poor child. Now, Taylor was captured. He confessed to second degree murder. We have all of this. I've seen the documents in our archives. Um, he confessed to second degree murder. He was sentenced to 20 years to life. However, our friend, Mr. Taylor, only served 10 of those years. He was released and he lived a happy life until 2008 when he passed away. Killed a child, 10 years in jail. Um, Do you know if he lived here until he died? He did not. He lived in, I want to say, St. Pete area. And then I don't know when he moved to West Virginia, but he moved to West Virginia and that's where he passed away, mm. was in West Virginia. Um, there is, if, if you were interested in it, I have an article that was written by the, the historian here in town all about the murder and all about the investigation. And it's very interesting. It's very sad, but it, it's, it is interesting. And it's just so unfair. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I'm like 10 years. That's, that sucks, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, even 20 to life. Even it should have been life period. Period, end of story. And second degree. Like, no. Yeah. When, if you read the, the, the investigation, it was very premeditated. Like, he, right. he attempted this multiple times. Um, so all of these things had happened in this theater, a lot of activity, some, some murders, there was a, and this is not proven. This was a story that the owner, I believe told me that there was a person who worked there, a lady who worked there, who, um, miscarried in the theater. Um, so some of the things that they are experiencing in the theater that the, the people who work there, the owner and the employees who work in the theater, um, which is now, by the way, a beautiful wedding venue. It is really, really nice. They've they've redone it. So the theater, guys, kind of to backtrack a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm jumping around. Um, it closed in 2009 as a movie theater. Kind of sat there stagnant for a while. And it was a little sad. We're like, this is a historical landmark for us. So they reopened it in 2009, but it just wasn't making the money to keep it up. So they closed it back down in 2014. And then I want to say like 2018. 18 ish, 2017, 2018 is when this group of people came in and re renovated it. And it is beautiful. The whole bottom um, floor is the ballroom. They've done an outside area where that second building used to be for, you know, you could do your reception out there, your wedding out there. And then upstairs is an office and a bridal suite and, and a really pretty balcony that overlooks the ballroom. And that's important to you for you guys to know because that's where a lot of this activity is going to be happening. And it still has the original windows like where you would get your tickets and stuff yeah. in the lobby part too yeah it's really neat it is it has like all the little buttons where they would yep, issue the, the, tickets. the buttons uh, i my favorite part was the outside i loved that, that little courtyard area i loved it beautiful i know i told i told my husband i was like i'm this is where my second marriage is gonna be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but so some of the experiences by the staff is the water in the kitchen turns on by itself 
Um, that's happened a couple of times. And it turns on the hot water side. It doesn't even turn on the cold water side. It turns on the hot water side. The toilets have flushed by themselves. They've heard uh, a baby cry numerous times in the ballroom. Um, the little boy's voice has been heard upstairs. They hear footsteps and furniture moving quite frequently, even now, um, because like I said, the office is upstairs, so they'll be downstairs and they said they can hear their chairs and things in the office moving around while they're downstairs. Um, also, something that I thought was interesting is one time they were all in the office and they heard a, a kind of a, a, a louder crash kind of sound in the bridal suite next door and a candle had flown off of one of the shelves and onto the floor in there. So that's what we knew going into it. That's let me rephrase. It. That's what Emily knew going into it. Yeah. Ronnie didn't know any of this. Right. I don't tell the resident psychic things. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to debunk the psychic. Sometimes, so. <laughs> so um, something else that they had mentioned that they see is, is and, and not only do they see, but other people visiting will see is a woman on that stands on the balcony. And my skeptical brain i'm like that's so cliche like there's always a lady in white on the balcony you know and she smells like flowers like that's always what people (laughs) see but again emily knows this ronnie doesn't and we walk in and it's all of us with all our stuff and we're unpacking and we're unloading and ronnie looks up and he goes there's a woman on the balcony i was like well damn (laughs) (laughs) i did when we walked in we were walking all the way to the back of the ballroom and so the the um what are we calling that the the bridal suite or the office the little Oh, that little storage closet? No, the the part that she was standing on. What is that called? Oh, it's just the... Like a balcony type thing. Yeah, it's just the balcony, yeah. yeah. And that was behind me, and I kept feeling somebody watching me. Like, all of the energy was focused back there, and I didn't even recognize anything about that balcony until I turned around and I looked up, and I'm like, yep, there she is. (laughs) So she was definitely watching us set up. She was. She was very curious, and she was also very in love with Ronnie, which we'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> yes. This lady was definitely in love with me. <laughs> so we get everything set up the way we wanted, and um, we get started. And and Ronnie and I kind of walk through just to see where is everything. You know, where is everything? Where do we feel energy? That kind of thing. That's what we do at the beginning mm-hmm. of all of our investigations. And as we kind of take the corner to go up the stairs, there's a little girl standing at the top of the stairs um, in spirit. And she takes off. And I was like, did I see that? Did I make that up? Did I see it? And I kind of, I told Ronnie, but then I just kind of put it off. But she'll come up again a little bit later. Um, So we all started off in the bridal suite, which is upstairs next to the office. And we went in there with um, the EMF detector and then audio equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, All of us were in there. So that was the four of us on, on Black Creek Paranormal Team, plus three people, three employees from the theater that wanted to join us which we love we love when people Mm want to join in more more people the better in some cases in big places especially like that because it was huge um so we're all up there and i remember the air being so thick Mm -hmm. and so hot Mm -hmm. and at the time she did have the air conditioner on because i remember i don't know 20 minutes into it she went i need to go turn the air off and the ice maker she went and turned a couple of things off but the air was even on then and it was so stagnant Mm-hmm. in that room like there was so much energy i like it was heavy on my chest do you remember mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it was hard to breathe in that room it was and i just think there were and you said it too there's too many people yeah so at that point we split up um you and you guys that's when you went downstairs to the concession stand area 
Mike and I left and went to the kitchen. So I want to talk about your experience in the concession stand area. So downstairs in the lobby, guys, underneath the office and the bridal suite and the balcony is where it used to be. You would It's the lobby. Yeah. It's where the lobby to the theater was with the ticket window. And it has the concession stand counter, which is I probably used, I'm assuming, for like a bar. Popcorn or? Well, now that's a bridal suite oh, or, or oh, a, yeah, a, yeah, a yeah, wedding yeah, venue. Yeah, it's yeah. probably like the little bar. It's really cute. And it's all like renovated to look like it did back then. It's right. beautiful. Um, and I wasn't with you for this. So if you want to talk about your experience there a little bit. Is this the one where we got the EVP? Okay. Actually, all we were doing is I was walking with the three employees who work there. And we were going to go, I believe, to the stairway. And they said, wait a second. We want you to see if you feel anything in this little area behind the bar or whatever. So that's when I had started taking pictures with my phone and I was recording um, audio the whole time Um, in it. You can hear me say, or should I tell them now or should we can go ahead and play it? Okay. Yeah. You want to play it now? Oh, well, let's give them the backstory. So, so you know what you're listening to. So as I was taking these pictures, you're going to hear me say, oh no, I forgot to turn on my flash. And then, so I, t- I was fumbling with my phone and then I turned my flash and it was like, I think 20 seconds later or something. It's quite a while. Um, you can hear an EVP say flash. Yeah. Just like that. just gave that. you a little reminder. Yeah. Here, they buddy. were reminding me to turn on the flash. So, um, pretty good EVP. I guess we can go ahead and play it if you want. Yeah, it's really good. I like not to know. I'm going to take a picture, but I'm definitely going there too then. That's me. Turn on my flash. Here it is. It's coming up. Right there flash it was clear as day yeah it was that's a really good evp yeah and we're going to post these on our social media so you guys can go back and listen to them over and over again um that was a really really good one i love when we get evps that aren't yes and no i know because i feel like a lot of them are yes and no. yeah and then in in confirmation too because like i said i had just told myself oh no my flash is off Mm -hmm. and then i turned it on but they were obviously spirit was delayed a little bit in reminding me um either that or they were mocking me i don't know but either way they were there for sure or even wondering what it is they probably don't know what a flash is yeah i mean if it was somebody from the 30s and 40s yeah so that's really cool i love that one that's a really really good one yeah um Mike and I at the at this time we're in the the kitchen and the kitchen is where the water is coming on by itself. So um, we're we're standing in there and I I think I've talked about this before. One of my favorite things to do is just to take a flashlight and loosen the end of it up and just set it down on a counter in the middle of a table wherever and give the spirit instructions. If you are if you want to say yes, just tap the end of this flashlight and it'll turn on. That will indicate yes. Um, if, if you, if you want to indicate no, then just don't touch it. Don't mess with it. So, uh, we, we sat the flashlight in the middle of the table and we were in there for just a few minutes before you can see the flashlight turn on. Um, and I'd honestly don't even remember what we were asking at that moment. It was probably just something simple like, you know, or is, is there anyone in here with us? But because it was very, very quick. 
it turns on and then it event it just gets brighter and brighter and brighter. So what that means to me is they're pushing and pushing and pushing on that flashlight to make it get brighter and brighter and brighter um, because just barely touching it just barely makes it come on. You got to really push on that battery to make it right. super duper bright. And we have a video clip of that if you want to play that one real quick, Ronnie. And this is show up on YouTube, guys. There's no sound. And the flashlight's in the middle of the table there. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform rather than YouTube, you can always go to YouTube and check it out. It just there, came on. Yeah, the flashlight just came on and then it'll get brighter. There, oh, it goes. there it goes. So that took a lot of energy from that spirit uh, to turn that flashlight on that bright. Um, but that happened to us two other times. It happened to Ronnie in the kitchen and the same kitchen, different flashlight, same kitchen. It turned on for you. And then it happened at the end of the night in the office upstairs. We were only in there 15, 20 minutes. And as soon as we sat down, boop, turned on. And that flashlight, it actually did not turn on for me. It was for the employee. That's right. That was there because the lady, what I was picking up um, psychically is that the lady was telling me that she really liked this employee. She was always around her. She was a little old lady. The yes. spirit was. And for some reason, she really connected to her energy and they were investigating the kitchen, the three employees by themselves. And then when they came back out, they were telling me and I was like, and then I think it was a few minutes later, I pointed at one and I said, they want you back in there, uh, just her and I. Mm -hmm. And then we went in and there's video of that, too. I don't think that we program, but it'll be on. Yeah, we'll put it on there yeah. and on. Um, If you go to blackcreekparanormal.com, it'll be on there as well. Um, I like how you threw that in there. <laughs> it's pretty good. Remember, guys, blackcreekparanormal.com. <laughs> RevRonaldFlores.com. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, but speaking of the old lady in the kitchen, the, the elderly lady in the kitchen, when we were standing in there, after the flashlight came on, I kind of moved to the other end of the, of the table. And so Mike was on one side and I was on the other and I was leaned up against the kitchen and I felt her just grab onto my arm, almost like as a security blanket. You know, she just held onto my left arm. I'll never forget it as, you know, just super tight. And she hugged onto me the whole time I was in there. Um, and then I left and came to you and I said, you got to go to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I said, there's a little old lady in there. And sure enough, she was in there. But something you said made me think every spirit we encountered and, you know, we have more to tell, love those women. They love the people that work at that theater. They yeah. are so um, happy to be there. And not one of them that I came in contact with, I can't speak for you, was stuck there. Not one mm -hmm. of them was, I can't leave, I'm stuck here. They want to be there. I think actually some, I, I think we were in the uh, little storage room. And there were like all of these lights flashing, like where they have their security stuff and all of that. And there was a guy and I think I remember saying he comes and goes as he wants or he's not always here or something like that. But it it almost made me feel like he was coming to work every day and that he was going home. So, yeah, definitely not stuck there at all. No, they love it there. And that does a testament to the to the people who work in the theater for yeah. creating such a loving environment. Where these people aren't afraid, you know, these because they are people and, and they want to be there. They're choosing to be there. Um, then you and I was going to have you. Is there anything else in that storage closet that happened? Because you were in there while I was in the kitchen. 
I don't remember the specific details, but we did the Estes method. And this is before that. I think you said there was a man in there that liked to play with the lights. There is. That's the same guy I was talking about oh, okay. who comes and goes. Yeah. Okay. He almost made me feel like he was a uh, a janitor type guy. And I I believe that they said that people can pick up on that guy too. Um, but yeah, he was like a janitor. T- he liked to um, take things apart and put them to- back together. St- stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think he actually worked there. I don't know if he was just a spirit off the street who just decided to come in and work there. I don't right. know. And I feel like there were a lot of those. I call them walk-ins. Yeah. Just like people who just <laughs> yeah. see the light and they want to come in. They see positivity and happiness and they come in. Um, then we all met back out up in the ballroom and we sat at a couple of tables and Mike did a dowsing rod session, which we got a lot of information out of that guy. That was the... Um, we got a, a dowsing rod session. It was a sailor. We got that he was aged 18 to 22. Again, not stuck there. He chooses to be there. He even said, I never watched a movie here. I just want to be here. Um, and he even said, I had asked him in one of the questions, I said, you, you know, is everyone here nice to you? And he said, yes. And it was a big yes. It was like all the rods are all the way open. But I did notice he kept wandering over to the monitor because we had our, our camera monitor set up on the other side of the ballroom. And I kept feeling his energy move over there. So I think he was very fascinated yeah. with that whole setup because he would move over there and move back and move over there and move back. Um, and who's to say that this place isn't just a natural vortex of energy? Ooh, it could be. I it could be. That. Especially with what happened there and maybe, you know, people who have gone in to try to communicate I mean, all the energy that's there, it could just be a vortex. And you know, the spring is right there. Natural body of water. Yeah. The spring is there. The river's there. Yep. Very. I didn't even think about that. That's true. I just true. thought about it too. It yeah, could be. It could be. Um. So after that, um, th- we did the Estes method back in the storage closet. And if you don't know what the Estes method is, I'm, I'm pretty sure we went over it um, on one of the other shows. It's where we take a spirit box. One of us hooks a noise canceling headphones up to it and the other one of us asks questions. So Ronnie was asking questions in this case and I would just say what I heard on the spirit box. He can't, I can't hear what he's saying and he can't hear the spirit box. He only hears what I say and I can only hear what the spirit box is saying. And you, by the way, too, you weren't looking at me and no. you couldn't because it was so dark. You were, I don't know, 10 or 15 feet away from me. And you were you close your eyes. Yeah, so I, sat, I want people I to, to know floor. that because you're not reading lips either. No. I was sitting on the floor and I had my hands over my eyes. I don't have a blindfold, but I just had my hands over my eyes because, guys, keep in mind, I'm the most skeptical medium on the planet Earth. I want to prove that it works. So I'm not going to I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to read lips. It's just not it doesn't. That's not going to help me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not. Um. So that was really cool. We got a few good responses from that. It was kind of hit and miss. Keep in mind, I'm still kind of learning how to do this spirit box thing. It's tough to understand a lot of times what they're saying. And a lot of words were being said at times and I would miss them. And then there would be spans of time where nothing was being said at all. Um, So it's very, very hit and miss with that spirit box in me right now. I'm still learning. And later in the in the evening, we gave everybody kind of a chance to try it out. And a couple of them did really, really <laughs> yeah. well with it. But it's tough. Like, I mean, it you is. even tried it yeah, out. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I would have to listen to that thing forever and get used to it. It's, it's right. really difficult. And that's all it is. It's just taking, you know, doing it over and over and over and over and over again. But it's really, really cool. 
Um, now, while I'm trying to remember where I was, I think I had gone back into the kitchen when, with, with one of the employees and you went upstairs by yourself with EMF detector up into the bridal suite. Yes. And this is where you fell in love all over again. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I went up the stairs to, I was headed to that bridal room because you told me that sh- something was going on in there, whatever. I, I was going to go investigate it anyway. So halfway up the stairs, I stopped. I did a little investigation there, got a few things. But when I walked into the r- the room, I sat at the table and I put an EMF and I immediately started talking to this lady that I had seen standing on the balcony earlier. And she started lighting up the EMF more than I have ever seen it being lit up before. Yeah. And so I tried to debunk it and I moved it around and I did and, I, you know, I did stuff. But um, she was talking to me like you and I are sitting here talking through that EMF thing. And I was asking her questions and she, the, the vibe that I get from her is that she's she's there because she really loves the beauty of the place. Um. I remember her describing herself to me like she always wore makeup. She was proud about her lipstick for some reason. There was a lot of stuff and you could smell her. I know earlier you said cliche with the flowers and stuff, but you could smell a perfume here and there. And so you knew, I mean, when you walked into that room and and she was there, you knew she was there. When I came upstairs to join you, I, I don't know if you remember, I opened the door and I went... Do you smell yep. that? And you went, oh my God, like I have goosebumps thinking yeah. about it because that's never happened to me in all the years I've been doing this. I've never smelled a spirit. And I smelled her. I mean, it was, and it wasn't like gross perfume. It, it smelled good. Yeah. It was not, it was crazy. Yeah. I have like goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, and so I had this conversation with her and I don't remember every question that I asked. It's all on recording. Um, but uh, and then I think I came down to get you mm-hmm. and I was like, we have to go back up here. And yeah, that's when we went up together, right? Yep. That's when we went up there together. And I had asked her, um, was it, I, I asked her, or you asked her, is it okay if we're here? Right. And I'll have, we have that EVP. We'll play it for you and Wait, see what you guys okay, hear. So, so we have no and yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, these, okay. So I don't remember who went first, but we'll just play it. Um, the no in this is when I said, should we be here? Is it okay if we're is, here? Is it okay if we're here, right? And then it goes, no, you can yeah. hear it. And then on yours, you asked it something about... Do, do you, you like, like it decorated for the wedding? Or do you like it when it's decorated for weddings in here? And then it's a few second delay. And then you hear a very faint, yes. Mm-hmm. Just like that. So we're going to play the no first. This is when I was in, when we were in the room together. It's okay if we're here, right? And there's that, mm-hmm. no, it's a whisper, a no. And then here's when you were asking. Does it look beautiful in here decorated for the wedding? Yeah. There's that faint yes. So yeah, that's when we were up there investigating together. And I think that whenever we, she wanted us in that room together for some reason. And that's when she started just talking nonstop. It was when everybody cleared out of the room and there were less people. So Mm -hmm. maybe she felt overwhelmed or, or whatever the case was, but. Yeah. And we did a spirit box session up there with Estes method with her. And I remember um, you had asked, do you like looking at yourself in the mirror? And she said, red. And it was like that yeah. tied back to her lipstick that she was talking about earlier. 
Um, but yeah, it was really, and really crazy. From that same room, we have the orb that we oh, caught. Oh, yeah. Let's show that on YouTube. Again, if you're listening on, on a podcast, you may want to look at YouTube for, for the video. But we're going to play that now. And we had this conversation yes. <laughs> about orbs, okay? And we want you guys to know that we still believe that 99% of them are dust or whatever. If you, you know, you look at them and they move certain ways or whatever, you can debunk them. But this one was just a little bit too weird. So tell us what you guys think. Yeah, I'm not 100% convinced it's paranormal. Right. But it's different than all of the other. And, and when I tell you hundreds of orbs in this building, dust. Oh. Now, keep in mind, this is the cleanest place I've ever been in. But there's going to be microscopic oh, dust yeah. particles. There's going to be bugs. There's going to be little things like that. And I'm telling you, tons and tons and tons. And with all of in the ballroom, you'll see on some of the videos, there's chandeliers that reflect light. There's cars that go across the front. There's lights and, and reflections in a lot of places. So going through this evidence, we had to really pay oh. attention and pick out the stuff that wasn't reflect you know the, the good stuff and I think we did a good job doing that and this orb was this video was taken nobody was in the room in this bridal suite we just had the camera in there and we had actually shut the door there mm -hmm. are no windows in this room there are some mirrors but there's no windows and the door was shut so there was no light source in that room um all we had in there was our night vision camera so if you want to play the the oh, video yep. and see what people think maybe they have a better idea of what it is so it's going to start in the bottom right corner. Left. Left. Oh, middle, actually. We don't know. Okay. And the door is open. The door actually. is open. I thought we shut that door. I thought so, too. Maybe that was before we shut the door. Could be. But okay. yeah, that was Play it. it again. So if you look at it, it's perfectly round. And it's moving a lot slower than some of the other ones. And it kind of just disappears. And it just disappears. So. So it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. It is. We want to know what you guys think it is. Tell mm -hmm. us. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. And I do want to share. We have a couple more videos that I want to share with you guys. We have several pieces of video evidence, but I don't want to inundate the, the podcast on YouTube with it. So we're going to post it um, on YouTube. Ronnie has already posted several. That orb video has like almost 200 views already. Yeah. Which was crazy. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's my least favorite piece of evidence <laughs> that we got. But it's um, very interesting. It's very, uh, it makes you think it's very thought provoking. Um, so if you do you want to play the one that you edited edited? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So what you're looking for guys is going to be on the right side of the balcony when you see it. Should we do it now? Yeah. Okay. We'll just kind of talk them through it. And then we can always play it again. So there's the balcony. On the left is the bridal suite. On the right is the office. Okay, so that little flash there. Now, he has edited this beautifully and kind of slowed it down. So you can see the light move across. And then it, I paused it, but that's like, gonna, it looks like a lightning strike. Yeah. And then it comes down. Here it is very fast. Go, go across, lightning strike comes Here we down. are. Hi. <laughs> So that's really an interesting piece. And I think it's interesting um, in a couple of ways. One is one of the investigators on our team saw, kept seeing out of the corner of his eye, that little girl on the balcony right there in that corner. Uh, the same one that was at the top of the stairs. So I almost feel like that's her little hangout, like that office might be her little hangout spot. Almost the closet in the office was the feeling I was getting. 
But is that her? I don't know. As you're saying that, I was thinking because when we ended in the office, Mm -hmm. we didn't pick up anything. Not only were we drained at that point and probably drained the energy, but I remember when we first got there, I saw out of the corner of my eye and it's on all the way to the right. If you're looking at the video, it's all the way to the right. That door that's open with the light on, that is the office we're talking Mm -hmm. about. And I remember the door was open like that and I saw someone crawl across the bottom of it and we were all picking up on this child. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if it was male or female. I just felt I just saw the energy. But when we went into the office and we weren't getting anything the very last couple minutes, I'm wondering if she was hiding. Maybe. Because they're taking me back and there was a room behind the office. Right, that little closet. And I feel like that's where she was hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's Could be. So the other one that I, I really like that I want to show you guys, and if you want to play it, we may have to play this one a couple of times to point out everything because I did not edit it beautifully like Ronnie did his. So <laughs> it's the, um, what was, where is it? Wait, we didn't load it. Uh-oh. We loaded three. We showed every video, right? Yeah. Okay. We can always. Uh. It's the flash then movement. Second one. Okay. I'm going to throw this on there real quick. Hopefully it will work. Here we go. Okay. So can we start it over? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So in this video, you can see the bridal suite in the top left corner. You can see us taking pictures in there. But if you look to the left of it, there was a little flash of light. And then in a moment, it's going to come down to the rail on the left side there. And then you'll be able to see what I'm calling, uh, I don't want to say an apparition, but it's something walking from right to left at that mini rail of the balcony. There it goes. Yep. It's going down. So um, that's one. I wonder, I can probably edit it and make it look beautiful and post it on YouTube (laughs) soon. But um, it's really, that's. That one and the one that you had edited, I think, are my two favorite pieces. Mm-hmm. Now, also, something I did not mention is the REM pod went off all night. Oh, yeah. To we couldn't the, get it to shut up. Yeah. To the point where the next day I called the company I bought it from <laughs> and said, I don't think it's working because it's going off constantly. And they said, well, turn it on. Is it going off now? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but you don't understand. It went off last night all the time, all the time, all the time. He goes. That's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> and you know, if it is a vortex, it wouldn't it, surprise me. It wouldn't. Yeah. That makes sense. So. It makes sense. Yeah. I was calling people, calling manufacturers. I was like, there's something wrong with my rim pod. But it it works because yeah. we took it to St. Augustine last weekend and it it worked. So um, it was a really, really great investigation. There, My my thought on this, my, my I guess my final verdict is, it's, yeah, it's haunted, but mm. it's not scary haunted. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, define haunting. Right, it, there's spirits there. There's activity. There, and I think those spirits are in and out and in and out and in and out. But it's there's nothing malicious. There's nothing malevolent. There's nothing that's harmful. They all seem quite happy to be there. They're yeah. choosing to be there with those lovely people. So um, I appreciate Clay Theater letting us come out to do the investigation. It was so much fun. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I hope to maybe we can go back one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can have a party there one oh, day. Oh, I would definitely go back. Again, we need to film the podcast from one of these locations. <gasps> that would be so That fun. would be really nice. Yeah, that'd that be w- cool. That would be cool. Maybe we could even live stream some stuff. Who knows? Yeah. 
endless possibilities. Because I, I look back at it now and I go, okay, well, if I could do it again, I would put the camera in this corner instead of that corner and I would move this here and maybe put a curtain here. And Like there's different things that mm-hmm. as I'm reviewing evidence, I was, I was going, oh, I could have done this or I could have done that. But it really turned out great. Um, again, I would go back tomorrow and do it again. It was really, really cool. So thank you to the ladies of Clay Theater. You guys check out Clay Theater's website. It's beautiful. If you live in the area, it's a beautiful place to have your wedding or any kind of party, retirement party, birthday party. Um, So that's all for today's episode. Next week, we are going to talk about how to come out of the broom closet, which I love that you call it that. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And when are we going to post the St. Augustine Lighthouse? That is, we're going to record that one tomorrow. So we'll post it. Hang on, I have the date here. End of May. It is it's like the 24th or something of May. Uh, it is going to be May 22nd. So the next episode is going to be, we're going to go over the sacral chakra, coming out of the broom closet and crossing over earthbound spirits. And then the following one is another tarot card, cleansing your home, and then the lighthouse investigation. We're going to throw some crystals in there. Yep. I could talk about crystals all day. I could too. Love them. Don't forget, guys, go comment, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Help us out if you can. Um, and let us know what you like and what you don't like and what you want to see and what you don't want to see and all that good stuff. I've been getting good feedback so far. So thank you for everyone um, for giving that. And don't forget to check us out at RevRonaldFlores.com and BlackCreekParanormal.com. And I guess until <laughs> next time, we'll see you guys later. See ya.